Welcome to Your Food Business Success. This podcast is for early stage entrepreneurs in the packaged food industry ready to finally turn that delicious idea into reality. I'm your host, Sari Kimball. I have guided hundreds of food brand founders to success as an industry expert and business coach, and it's got to be fun. In this podcast, I share with you mindset tools to become a true entrepreneur and run your business like a boss. Interviews with industry experts to help you understand the business you are actually in and food founder journeys so you can learn what worked and didn't work and not feel so alone in your own journey. Now let's jump in. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Oh my goodness, you guys. You're getting me the day after I just got back from Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins. I have never been to a Tony Robbins event. I knew it was going to be intense. (laughs) I did my research. Uh, I had the opportunity to go with uh, my business coach, Dave Moreno, who you guys have been introduced to before. Uh, he was a member, um, a plat partner with Tony Robbins. And so he had the opportunity to score us some amazing tickets and invited some of us to come with him and create a, a really amazing experience. I was really excited, uh, when I found out I would be able to go back, back in March, actually. And I was also really nervous. I remember at different points throughout the summer and and spring being like, oh, like thinking about it and being excited and also a little anxious, (laughs) a little nervous, which, you know, excitement and nervousness are pretty similar of of feelings in your body. Yeah, there was definitely some like, oh, this is going to be really uncomfortable. It's outside of my comfort zone, my kind of introvert self. I'm self-directed. I like working by myself, right? And now I'm going to be in a room filled with all these people dancing and (laughs) very enthusiastic for hours and hours on end. And we're going to be doing something like walking on fire. So that also terrified me just a little bit. But I went and I decided I wanted to have that crossed off the list. Um, I wanted to get out of my comfort zone and I knew it'd be an amazing experience as Dave always creates amazing experiences. And it would just be one of those things like I would definitely regret not doing it if I turned that down. So I said yes, and I just prepared myself as much as I could. I knew that it um, would be freezing in there, and it did not disappoint. It was the coldest (laughs) I have been, and I brought a parka, like a down coat, to this event. I wish I had brought Uggs, like my full-on pull-up boots, (laughs) and I wish I had brought a hat. I really would have been bundled up for sure, but we got through it. There was um, some late nights that first night. We did not break at all um, for for any meals. You just went and we brought snacks in (laughs) and we just hung in there and we went until two in the morning. We were walking uh, on fire, probably around 1231, something like that. So it was a long day and lots of, you know, getting up and singing and dancing and jumping and screaming. And (laughs) actually, I'm surprised my voice is actually pretty decent today after all of that. 
Today, I want to talk with you about standards and setting next level standards for yourself. And this was something that was probably my biggest takeaway. I mean, there's definitely some things I want to go back and read over my notes. I took a lot of notes in between sitting and standing. (laughs) I would just get comfortable and like, okay, I'm ready to take more notes. And then he would like, stand up. (laughs) Like, dang it. (laughs) I like to write. I like to get comfortable. But that was not what that weekend was about. In any case, I want to really talk with you about this idea of setting some new standards for yourself. And this is the perfect time to do it as we are heading into, you know, we'll be in mid-November when this comes out. We'll be heading into the last few weeks of the year and then going into 2023. And this is such an, an amazing opportunity for you to set a new standard. And it's different than... Uh, It's different than the concept of setting a resolution or anything like that. A theme for me was trust. Um, It's been coming up for me since probably since September. There's um, when I went to that Sedona retreat, I noticed that was a big theme for me as well. It's it's more like self-trust. It's it's not trusting other people. I'm actually very trusting of other people, but it's like trusting myself to be Sari, to be me, that I don't need to people please. I don't need to try to manipulate or try to, it's almost impossible to do that, but to try to say the right thing, um, to get the right emotional state from others to not have rejection. You know, I'm basically trying to engineer out rejection or um, hurt emotions or, you know, just anything kind of negative. And so I've been really focusing on like, what does it look like to show up as a 100% me, right? And and to get it wrong sometimes, but to let that be me. And sometimes that means set, saying no and setting boundaries. And it might mean that people are disappointed and they're hurt and they just, they may not like what I'm saying, right? I mean, I always want to say it with love and kindness, but as I try to step into, as I'm not trying, as I step into more of who I am and just be like, this is me, like, if I resonate with you, great. If I don't, that's okay too. Um, but trusting my own decisions, trusting my gut, trusting my heart. And so, you know, I, if you've ever seen any Tony Robbins videos of, of his events or anything like that, you know, he does like the make your move, make your move. Right? <laughs> and so for me, um, the move that came to me was kind of the self hug right? Like grabbing my shoulders and just saying trust. Like, I got you, Sari. I I got your back. You're doing the best you can. You're going to be all you, right? That's what people want to see. I mean, think about it. If I'm not willing to trust myself, then you guys are actually not seeing the real true version of me. And that's that's just something I am unwilling to tolerate anymore. And it's it's nobody else's fault, right? It's like my my childhood, some conditioning, some, you know, patriarchal stuff. Like <laughs> there's a lot baked in there. 
But I think it's pretty common for many women to be leery of being their full self, right? We're kind of conditioned and trained in a society where we're trying to be really gentle with everybody and and be there for everybody else and um, kind of manage everybody else's needs and wants without really advocating for our own. So in that theme of trust, when he, I think it was on day three, we talked about um, setting new standards, setting a new standard. And there was a long exercise for this. But this was an area that I, I felt like was really important to bring back to you guys and to encourage you, to challenge you to think about where in your life, whether it's your business or your family or your own self-care with others, where are there things that maybe just aren't quite meeting your standards of what you know is possible for you? And that there may be some areas where you've been kind of slacking off a little bit, right? Just kind of getting by. And that's okay. Like, sometimes we have to be there. Sometimes that's just what we're going through. But I want you to kind of think about what are one or two areas in your life that you know that you are kind of slacking off a little bit? He talks about um, uh, poor, like getting poor results or showing up in a poor way, you're going to get poor results. But a lot of us think that if we just, if we're like show up in a good way, if we have good standards, then the reality is we don't get good results. We still get poor results because society are, and as a whole, especially if you live here, you know, if you live in a first world country, if, you know, especially in the United States, like we have so many opportunities and there's so many ways to participate, especially economically, that good efforts just isn't going to cut it. And he even talks about, okay, well, then what's the next level? Well, it's excellent. He says, excellent actually only gets you good results. And so you actually need to be outstanding. You need to stand out from from others. And not it's not necessarily a competition, but definitely like putting yourself out there, standing out in excellence, more than excellence, in an extraordinary way will get you those excellent results. And so as we did this exercise, a lot of what we need to do is create a vision. The way to have just a mediocre life with mediocre results is to have no vision for your life, to just be okay, I guess, with the status quo, right? To not be growing, to not be evolving. And that's why I love helping people start or grow their food business is because it's just an opportunity for growth. Grow your business and grow yourself, right? And when we're growing, we're evolving, we're learning, we're, we're becoming better. We are born to grow, to evolve, to change. And yet many of us just want things to be comfortable. And we, in our current society, have so many ways to numb out and just be comfortable with the status quo.
You know I love a good farmer's market, and they are an incredible amount of time and energy and money, and you don't want to just hope that you're profitable. Instead, I want you to go through this exercise, this free market planning tool, this checklist that Danny and I created as part of the up-level workshop. We are giving this to you for free. You just need to go to foodbizsuccess.com forward slash market plan, and you can download part of the worksheet that we gave in the workshop. It'll take you through the full exercise around planning for profitability and making sure you understand what your break-even point is. It's so important that you go into farmer's markets with a plan, that you understand what it's gonna take for you to be profitable, and then we can solve for that problem or you may decide that that market's not the right market for you. Either way, you'll be making decisions like a CEO. Go grab that free market plan checklist at foodbizsuccess.com forward slash market plan. But if you've ever been bored or kind of um, just you know, that icky feeling where you're just like, I don't know what's wrong, but something's wrong. And I just can't shake this kind of, you know, it's like this boredom, it's discontent. It's because you're not growing, you're not pushing yourself. When we take on something like starting a food business, that is where the opportunities is. That's where the challenge is. And I'm not saying it's easy. We don't want it to be easy. Being a little bit challenging is good. It helps us grow. It helps us progress, right? And we're happiest as human beings when we are progressing. And so I know because you're listening to this podcast, you're not status quo. You are thinking about this. You are like, maybe this is for me. Maybe this is something I could do. And so I want to give you this gift of growing yourself, He also says that uh, standards, our standards are set oftentimes by the people you hang around with. So there's that kind of adage of like, you you are most similar, you know, you are going to reflect the five people you hang around with most. And so as you are, if you see yourself wanting to grow, uh, then you're going to need to, I'm not saying get rid of your friends or <laughs> like get rid of your family by any means, but you may want to look at who you are spending the most amount of time with and can you start shifting that a little bit and finding some people, if you're being pulled down by the status quo, you're going to need to find people who will help elevate you up. And that's what I love about our community. That's what I have found. I have found so much joy and fulfillment and progress in my business when I joined some groups, right? And I contributed and I showed up and I served and I got coached. And I see that inside fuel as part of food business success. And I just interviewed a couple of uh, members, Stacy and Lauren, and they will be on a future podcast. You get to listen to them. And it's, it's just like I watch them and how much they're getting out of this group that's helping them to level up 
and to set new standards for themselves to help them grow as they launch their business. When we talk about creating, setting new standards for yourself, and I just want to say that this is an ever evolving thing. Like your standards for yourself in your 20s are probably very different than in your 30s and in your 40s, right? It it does evolve. And I think that there's a certain amount of layering on that happens. Uh, I know for me, and think about this for you, have you ever looked back, you know, maybe it's 10 years ago, or five years ago, and you look back and you're like, I am just not even the same person <laughs> that I was back then, my likes and dislikes, the things I tolerate, the way I treat my body, the way I treat others, my relationships, your your job, your career, your, you know, your business, all of that stuff. So I'm sure you can find ways where you have leveled up your standards. And so this is just an opportunity to evolve them a little bit more to, um, to challenge yourself to grow your standards. So the first thing is first, you got to decide on where you're going. In December, we're going to be really focusing on your future self. I am really excited. I've been putting together content to deliver and it's only going to be inside food business success. I'll give you some taste of it here on the podcast. But if you really want to do work around your future self and using your future self to get to that place that you want so much faster to get that goal that you're thinking of and keep moving your business forward. It's it's like this life hack that I have discovered and it's it's like the key to moving things along so much faster. So the first thing is creating a vision. A vision of let's just let's not go way too far out in the future. Let's just do a vision of you a year from now, a vision of you maybe three years, maybe five years tops, okay? So take yourself out to like, who are you then? What kind of, are you in business? What kind of business? So just go a year out and say, you know, what does that look like for me? What, what, what's my family situation like? What are my relationships like? How am I showing up? Um, what's my business doing? Am I at farmer's markets? Am I on grocery store shelves? Am I online? Like, am I on Amazon? You know, just looking at all the op- options and opportunities and coming up with a vision for your life a year from now, three years from now. And then ask yourself, what is he or she doing Like in order for you to be successful, you're going to need to start becoming outstanding to be um, at the top of your game to be successful in this, right? You're setting a vision beyond what is what you're doing right now, right? If you were already that person, then you would already have those things, but you're not. And so we're looking ahead and we're saying, where do I want to go? What do I, how do I see myself? So create that vision for yourself. And then think about what are maybe, maybe three things, or you could go five. Five is what we do in Badass 30, which this is, Badass 30 is a way to set your standards, to evolve and set higher level standards. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. So let's say you choose five things. 
And you're like, you know, in these in these five buckets of my life, maybe it's your personal health, like your self-care, it could be relationships, it could be your business, it could be financial pieces of, of your life outside of your business. Um, you know, it can go in many different ways, but where where are you maybe falling short of the standard if you look at that future version, that vision of yourself? And I would imagine for most people, you can come up with some pretty quickly, right? If you see yourself like, rocking it out at a farmer's market next season, let's say next summer, and you are like, you know, rocking and rolling, you have all these sales, like you have really devoted uh, customers and things are really happening for you. You're going to probably see some places, maybe even physically, like where you're not taking care of your health the way that you should be. You're not eating foods that you should be or working out in a way that's going to give you the energy to be able to do that. So that could just be one area where you're like, yeah, future version of me needs to be really fit or needs to be healthy, needs to feel good, needs to be able to have energy to show up that way, right? And so think ahead of like where in your life, like where's the gap, right? And I'd love for you to come up with three to five things of like, these are, you know, I'm not really meeting the standard of what's required of me. You're not somehow going to magically become that person. This is about a compound effect. And so I was thinking about this for me and some definitely came up for me that I was like, yeah, I'm just not totally showing up the way I know that I want to slash need to in order to get to the next level. And one of those was a really simple thing was oftentimes I have calls booked back to back my one on one coaching calls. And I'm just recognizing like, that's not the best way for me to show up, right? I'm either showing up late because I um, calls maybe go right up until the hour. And then I'm like, Oh, my gosh, I need to go to the bathroom or I need to make a cup of coffee, right? And so I'm showing up late um, to the next call. Or um, sometimes I'll just like work right up until that first call. And that's just not me showing up as my best self, right? That's not me showing up as the coach that I want to be when I think about that future version of myself. I've just made a decision that I'm going to work with my one-on-one clients and we're just going to shift those times just a little bit to give me uh, 10 minutes in between. And the new standard is I don't try to like get that last thing done right before my call at 10 till... I stop working and then I go take care of myself and I get into the present and ready to coach my clients. So that's just a small example. Another one was um, I noticed sometimes with my workout routine, right? I'm a little tired or like I've been hitting snooze one more time. Usually I'm just a, I've always been like, well, over the last few years, I've just been like a single snooze gal. I'm like, nope one snooze. And I found myself kind of that second snooze. (laughs) 
And then I'm just, sometimes I just don't feel like I have quite the energy for the workout. And I'm just like, that's just not a standard I'm going to tolerate anymore. Like, we go to bed at a certain time. uh, We're going to get up at a certain time. And we're going to give it all we got. Right? That's a standard that I'm going to set. And you have standards. I mean, most of you, I'm sure, have a standard that you brush your teeth twice a day. Right? You have certain standards about the foods you eat or the clothes that you wear. And if you don't, then this might be a good place to examine that. Now, I'm not saying you need to show up in, you know, decked out to the nines by any means, but set a standard for your wardrobe. We talked about that with Judith Gatan when she was on the podcast. Like, set some standards for yourself. How are you going to show up for customer-facing activities? What's like the minimum baseline of your day, right? Like how much work are you going to do? Are you going to do one thing every day for your business? It doesn't have to be a specific thing. Maybe it's listening to a podcast. Maybe it's posting on social media. Maybe it's doing something around your licensing or your formula or whatever it is. But you're just going to commit. I do one thing every day for my business. That's the new standard. So choose three to five things. And if you want the Badass 30 as a guide, that's essentially all that is. I can tell you, I can look back on my life. And this is something I was telling uh, my friend Andra about. I am so grateful to Dave um, and the Badass for introducing me to this, this concept. I look back you know, two and a half years ago uh, at that point. I mean, I had already leveled up my standards quite a bit, but man, he really challenged me to, you know, I, I set the standards. He didn't tell me what to do. I'm the one who created them. They need to be unique to you. To you. I can't tell you what they are, but I set some new standards for myself and over the course of stringing together, I don't know, probably four or five badass 30s, maybe even more than that, I have radically changed my self-concept. I look at myself two and a half years ago and I think, wow, that is that's just like a completely different version of myself. Some of the things that I would do or even think right? I just allowed such negativity. I allowed myself to indulge in so much anxiety and so much fear and just so much crap, right? I just would never let myself do that. And I've created so much more trust with myself of where I would before like just not follow through on things, especially to myself, almost always to myself, right? We usually will follow through on things that we commit to other people, your dentist appointment or meeting a friend for lunch or something like that. But when it comes to ourselves, and especially in our business, when we're like, hey, I'm going to get these things done, I put them on my calendar, and then I just don't do them. We're, it, we're degrading trust with ourselves, And that goes back to what I was saying in the beginning, this self-trust. I want to be a CEO. I want to be a Sari who no matter in what area of my life I say I'm going to do something, whether it's with my health, whether it's with my thoughts, right? What I think, things that I say or don't say. And also could be in my business. It could be with friends and family that 
I'm a person of trust. I say a heck yeah, or I say a heck no, right? I set, I say yes, or I say no. And then whichever I say, I follow through and I build up such huge trust with myself. So what are your non-negotiables? What are the things that you are not going to do anymore? You are not going to say, especially to yourself. Like for me, it's just no more beating up on myself. There's no more of those thoughts. Like you're such an idiot. I can't believe you did this. You always F it up. None of that. It's just not tolerated anymore. And then what are you going to allow into your environment? The people you hang around with, the things you bring into your environment, whether that's online or that's physical things, right? So there's so many opportunities here. Just pick one, three, five. It doesn't matter. Start somewhere. Pick something. I promise you when you start to see the progress and the compound effect of this, you're going to want to keep going. You're going to want to like keep leveling up. It gets kind of addictive. You're like, yes, look at this next level version of me. It's so fun. And the last thing I'll say is that just be kind to yourself. You're not going to get it 100% right, right from the beginning. The point of this is that every day you are desiring, you are taking action, you are creating new processes and systems to help you be just a little bit better than you were the day before. And if you have multiple rules, this is a little hack here. If you have multiple rules, let's say you have three and you miss the first one, one of them, like let's say it's you accidentally hit snooze a second time and you said you wouldn't, don't blow the rest of the the day. Don't blow the other two. Just learn from it. Be like, okay, clearly I need to do something else to remind me of why this is important. I need to do something physical, maybe put something on my phone to remind me, um, a piece of paper, something I can feel as a trigger. Maybe I need to create that deeper emotional why and why I care about doing this, why it's important. Sometimes you need to do, I love Mel Robbins, her five, four, three, two, one, right? You're just like, all right, we're doing this. We're not hitting snooze. Five, four, three, two, one, go, right? And just get yourself out of bed. But don't blow the rest of the other ones, right? There's no reason for that. High standard, excellent, outstanding standards means we still do the other ones. We don't just call it a day and say, well, tomorrow I'll try again. So be kind to yourself. Let it go. If you mess up, don't beat yourself up. Learn from it what needs to change. And then go about your day and live up to the other ones and then try again tomorrow. I would love to know how this resonate with you at what your new standards are going to be. And I promise you that if you start layering on, maybe you just do one. That's okay. Just pick one thing. Like what is your new standard, the new minimum baseline for something in your business, something in your relationships, something with your health, something with maybe it's your spirituality. Pick one thing, pick three things, pick five things, probably no more than five start there. Let me know how it goes. I really want to support you on this. 
And if you want more support, fuel inside food business success, or come work with me one-on-one. That is the most amazing accountability and support. But that we do support you in there. Remember, our standards get created by the people we surround ourselves with. So who are you surrounding yourself with? If you're not surrounding yourself with other entrepreneurs who are doing their business in a positive way, who are like excited about the future and growing and doing hard things, then food business success is the place that you absolutely want to be. All right. So that is some of my recap with Tony Robbins. Um, Definitely something I am really grateful to myself that I did. It's probably not a regular thing for me. (laughs) I'll be honest. Um, I'm pretty sensitive to like noise and lights and just like a lot of outside stimulation. And it was a lot, right? Three days, three and a half days of that. I was very grateful to be in my bed and at home with quiet again. But it's good. It's good to shock ourselves a little, right? Get outside of our comfort zone. And I now have the t-shirt and everything says fire walker. I did it. I walked on fire. I guess I should quickly tell you guys about that. Um, But it was amazing. It was hot coals, 2000 degree coals. And you know, there was definitely a lot about getting in state. And I'll tell you guys, I was feeling pretty good. And then I freaked out, totally flipped out, which was very similar to jumping out of the airplane. So it's that same for me of like, courage does not feel good. <laughs> like It's funny to me how different people really responded differently. Like my friend Andra just she just went. And me, I was like, whoa, 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 what are we doing here? This is ridiculous, right? But I was able to, um, the person at the beginning of the the calls was able to help me get back into state. And I cannot, I did it. I really thought I was like, there was a part of me that was like, I am not doing this. I am walking away. I cannot, like, nope, 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 nope. This is so dumb. Why are we doing this? But I did it. And I did get a little burn. Honestly, I got a little tiny blister. Mostly I got mosquito bites, which was kind of funny. I did not expect that. Um, So I was in a little bit of pain, just a little bit, you know, one little tiny little blister. I mean, on my entire feet, that's not bad. Um, And then those dang mosquito bites (laughs) really got me. I was in bed just like, ah, like those, you know, those ones that just, you want to like itch your foot off. It was so bad. So I would say the mosquito bites were worse than the burn, <laughs> the little burn. Anyway, it was truly incredible. And now I can say I've walked on fire. My tattoo, the fire flame has even more meaning now. So that's really fun. And just to be able to do it with a group that was cheering me on and we were cheering each other on. It was pretty incredible experience. Until next time, set some higher standards for yourself, and I will see you next week. The smartest thing you can do as an entrepreneur is to invest in a who to help you with the how, to speed up your journey and help you skip the line. When you are ready for more support and accountability to finally get this thing done, you can work with me in two ways. Get me all to yourself with one-on-one business coaching 
or join Food Business Success, which includes membership inside Fuel, our community of food business founders that includes monthly live group coaching calls, and so much more. It's one of my favorite places to hang out, and I would love to see you there. Go to foodbizsuccess.com to start your journey towards your own food business success.